Hey, what is up, everyone? Avil Issa here with Yappa2Today.com. Excited you guys are on today's video because I have to explain to you the oneness of God. Okay, now we've talked about the oneness of God here on the Yappa2Today YouTube channel multiple times, but some people have brought it to my attention that editing it like the way that I normally do with all the jump cuts and stuff like that isn't very uh, conducive and doesn't really help when you're really trying to grasp such a big concept. So I'm going to slow things down. This is going to be a one take. I'm going to do my best, maybe even in parts, to explain the oneness of God in the greatest and most, like, the most detail I can. Okay, so here we go. Without further ado, let's just jump into it. Now, first off, um, let's just take a very, like, basic look at the at the oneness of God. We're not going to delve too much into scripture because I want to give you, like, the frame of mind in which the under, uh, in which the, uh, the oneness of God is best understood. Okay, so first off, um, you everyone knows that Jesus likens himself and likens God to light, the light of the world, right? And so taking that analogy and actually really dissecting it, one of the best ways to think of the oneness of God is that there is one light source, okay? One light source. That one light source is God Almighty. Just think of the sun. I'm out here. It's a beautiful summer day. We have the sun out eight minutes from light years, light minutes from the sun. Uh, is, the, is the planet Earth where we're receiving all this uh, sunlight, right? Now, the essence of the light that comes from the sun is pretty much made of photons. I mean, people have tried to dissect the phone, the photon and, and try to really figure out what light is and pretty much like, uh, without getting too deep and too abstract in thought, uh, light is photons, okay? Right, so the, the light from the sun, okay? The sun is a big ball of gas. The light that we see, okay, is photons. It's just emanating. It, it radiates out from that one light source, okay? Now, um, if you guys can see maybe like the grass over here, here. There's obviously light on the grass here. There's obviously light on my face and it's lit by the same exact sun. Okay. Now, if I were to take a disc, a blue disc and, and kind of like put it in the sun, right? The sunlight, the photons would react to that, to that disc. I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting nerdy on here, but, but just real quick, we're, we're going to jump straight into the, the, the word and how it applies to God here in a second. But the, the light comes through and then you see a blue light, right? The photons, though, are the same exact photons that are coming from the sun. The essence of the photons didn't change. It's not that there's, they are completely different uh, uh, photons or a completely different particle, right, that is manifesting itself as blue light or the light reflecting from the trees that's hitting my face or the sidewalk that's hitting my face, right? It's not that it's different light. It's the same light, right? But we're perceiving it in a different way, okay? The essence still comes from the sun. It's still photons, okay? So for those of you guys who, you know, kind of may understand or remember science a little bit, I hope I didn't talk too high, but that's pretty much the understanding of the oneness of God, okay? God Almighty, the indivisible, which means you can't divide him, the all-knowing, which means he knows everything, the all-encompassing, which means he's everywhere at once, the omni-once, present, everywhere at once, the omnipresent God Almighty, right, expresses himself in multiple different facets facets, multiple different ways, okay? So, understanding that, it's like the sun right now, somewhere in the world, the sun is setting. Somewhere in the world, it's a, it's a how would you say, like a, a deep orange. Right now, it's a, it's a bright yellow, but somewhere in the world, it's a deep orange, or maybe it's, you know, a purple, a vibrant purple, depending on where on earth you're perceiving it, right? The same thing like God, okay? 
Remember, Jesus is the light of the world. God is light, okay? Right? Not, I don't want to say God is light, but um, God is likened to light, okay? The same way. You have God Almighty expressing himself as sometimes to me a rock, someone I can fall back on. Sometimes to me a strong tower and to many others a strong tower. To many others, he's like the living water, right? So he's manifesting himself. He's expressing himself in many different attributes and many different ways inside of our lives. Okay. So very basically, let's go now into the Bible. You see God Almighty in the beginning. He spoke everything. Let there be. He is the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word went forth and by him who the word, Jesus Christ, all things consist. So everything, all matter is consistent, which is pretty interesting when you start digging into the science of it. But uh, everything that is in existence right now comes from the word of God which is God himself okay so God speaks and everything is right and then humans come along and humans like start having these interactions with God I'm sure Adam just thought it's God as I don't know God Almighty the the his father I'm pretty sure you know fast forward a couple thousand years David now is experiencing him as a God who will keep him when everyone says bad things against him fast forward even many more years you have uh, John the Baptist you know who's preaching about this God in multiple different facets and if you look in through through all like the Isaiah Jeremiah all the prophets you'll see them describe God in a different way okay it's not, a multi, it's not a different God that they're describing. They're describing the same God, the sun, right? Not the physical sun, but the sun is lighting everything. So he's showing himself to Jeremiah as one who, who loves Israel. Or he's showing himself to Solomon as the one who gives all wisdom or the one who is all wise, right? He's expressing himself in multiple different ways. And this is how God is. This is the essence of God, right? He just, he, that's what he does. God is love, right? And love always goes forth. Love always is going forth. You can't, and when I love my, if I love myself, I go out from myself to myself. That's love, okay? I love this. I love that, okay? So, Understanding that now, what happened was God looked at humanity. He had a relationship with humans. He had this love relationship. He created this being that he loved so very much. And this being walked away from him. Okay? And now God is sitting there in his holy of heavens. And because of the law he set up, not you and I set up, not anybody else set up, he set up these laws to where he there there was a nest blood was necessary for redemption okay so god's sitting there he's looking through the old testament he's looking through time and he says you know what i'll give them this sacrifice okay the the bullocks and the rams and the goats and the turtle doves and all that stuff that will be the blood and it'll push the sin forward okay until i can deal with it myself god almighty right so it comes to a point in time to where sin is being pushed forward pushed forward pushed forward for everyone who would sacrifice and honor god as who he is right and then god says okay now these are his laws these aren't our laws this isn't the universe's law no one made these laws up except for god and he operates by his laws okay he said that he could not come down as the invisible god that's intangible nowhere okay like i mean he's everywhere but you can't like can't grab him can't hold him and he said by blood so our sins and, and uh, sins forgiven and sins remitted so he's looking there and don't take this analogy literally but i'm trying to bring it to where we can understand it he's sitting there he's thinking to himself he's like okay i have got to do something 
in order for there to be blood that's shed to remit sin. But this blood cannot be just normal blood. It has to be sinless blood, innocent blood. That's why the rams and stuff like that, they couldn't be speckled or spotted because that represented being unclean or not unclean necessarily, but not perfect. Okay. So Jesus is like, I'm he or God almighty. He's thinking he has, I need perfect blood. And from the lineage of, of Adam, there, there's a problem with Adam's blood because Adam brought sin into the world. So I have to somehow die or maybe not I, but I have to, I'm trying to like put this analogy and keep it going. Okay. So somewhere there needs to be blood that's shed, that's perfect blood that will absolutely crush and destroy all sin. Right? So you know what? I'll do that. I'll come down and manifest myself in flesh because when I put on flesh, I'll be sinless. There will be no sinful blood flowing through my veins, okay? The only time before the, the manifestation of God in Jesus Christ, the only time that there was sinless blood flowing through a human's veins was Adam and Eve. Ever since that time, man fell from grace, fell from God and, and the, the standard that they were, they were initially created to be. Okay, so now Jesus, or God's thinking, he's like, now remember, this is not a literal analogy. There's no scripture verse. I can already hear people commenting down below. God, this didn't happen. That's not literal. I'm trying to bring it to, to where we can understand it, right? So God, he says, if I manifest myself in flesh, if I impregnate Mary, right? And there is a, a, a baby born, that baby will have sinless blood, right? And that sinless blood then could be shed for the remission of all sins. See that workaround? <laughs> now these are God's laws, not our laws. Our laws would say like, well, you figure something out, <laughs> something different, right? But God said that there needed to be blood. And so what does God do? God overshadows Mary. God is a Holy Spirit, okay? And this is why there is no Trinity. This is why you can't separate the light that comes. It's just light, okay? So what happens is God overshadows Mary. This is prophesied, and we can get in scripture text later about how God is the Holy Spirit. Okay, they're not different. So what happens is the Holy Spirit, the Holy God of eternity, the Spirit, the only Spirit that ever existed, really, as the Holy Spirit, because every other spirit, uh, angel, let's say if you want to call it angel spirit, angel is not the, the Holy Spirit, okay? A devil is definitely not a Holy Spirit, and a human being is definitely not a Holy Spirit. There's only one Holy Spirit. That overshadows Mary right and impregnates her literally what the bible says is that there's a uh, i think it's a zygote i don't want to use like too technical of terms because this is young apostolic power in action right but that actually impregnates and goes into mary's tummy okay now mary has the baby jesus christ he's god manifest in the flesh 100 percent god 100 percent man that's why he's able to be thirsty say i thirst but yet also walk on water and turn water into wine that's how he's able to perform miracle raise people from the dead but yet die himself okay because jesus is 100 percent man while also being 100 percent god he is an expression of the almighty god they're like going back to light there's no photons that are different there's no personalities or anything that's different from the light that's being expressed through Jesus Christ. Okay? So then what happens is Jesus, obviously we know the story, at 33 years of age, he dies, right? That was the flesh of Jesus dying. And then God raises him from the dead, right? He raises himself because he's 100% God, 100% man. That's what actually the Bible says, right? He brought himself back up, 
right? The Holy Spirit raised Christ from the dead, and also God raised Christ from the dead. And all that's found in the New Testament. So it's like, okay, who, which, who, who raised him from the dead? It's the almighty, indivisible light photons okay same analogy same understanding so now jesus raised from the dead boom he ascends up into heaven with a glorified body and then his spirit the indivisible spirit okay comes to live inside the believer now this is kind of where you can really really see the understanding of the oneness of god play forth okay there's one spirit the bible says there's one spirit and how does that one spirit fill millions and even billions of believers how does that happen is it a billion different spirits? No, there's one spirit, and that's the Holy Spirit that fills all believers, right? So we now have the understanding that, okay, it's not that there's a billion different and a hundred million different spirits that fill each believer. No, it's the self-same spirit. But God, just like the air around us or the light, is everywhere at once. So he's inside every single believer at once. He's omnipresent. And then one day, the, we will be raptured up out of here. The sonship will close, which we could talk about that later, <laughs> right? But that's the basic understanding of the oneness of God. And then now, for you guys who've been studying it, we're looking into it. Now you can start attaching the scriptures. Okay, that's why Jesus said, you know, um, Matthew, or not Matthew, excuse me, Isaiah 9, 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. So child son is equivalent to God and Father? How does that happen? Because Jesus said, or God, is, and you can see this in, in uh, so many scriptures, I'm thinking from Malachi to Joel. Joel prophesies that God's spirit is going to fill the believers. He himself is going to fill them, right? So hopefully, for those of you guys who have been studying the oneness of God, this kind of makes a little bit more sense. Okay, I get it now. It's not that there's three separate persons or a billion or a hundred billion different Holy Spirits, or if we really started going numerically, it just doesn't make sense. There's two many titles of God in the Bible, right? That if we baptize people, they will drown them and they'll, they'll, their skin will begin to float away <laughs> because of how long we'll have them underwater because of all the titles and names that are found in the Bible. Okay, that's actually not the case. That's not, that is not what's going on here. Okay, remember the sun? Boom, light, Wah, everywhere. Same photons, okay? Same deal, same dealio. That makes sense? Okay, cool. I'm glad it did. Okay, I'm glad it did. I'm glad it did. Um, if it didn't, make sure you comment down below. Let me know. I'll do my best to respond to the comments. And um, if not, I'm sure that some Holy Ghost-filled young apostolic will get down there and start typing away. But I wanted to give you guys just the understanding of really what the oneness of God is. And then now you can take the scriptures that we talked about in many other Yappa 238 videos and begin to apply it to this understanding. This is the basic understanding. This is the, the understanding that you need in order to understand all all like the scriptures, right? Because we know hundreds of one God scriptures, but if we don't understand the base foundation of it, it can all kind of get misconstrued in our heads and we're thinking certain things that aren't really there, okay? Hope this video helped. If it did, make sure you give it a big fat like. Um, make sure you also subscribe to the Apathy 38 because I think we're going to be doing more uh, videos like this where we talk about and explain the oneness of God in more one-take scenarios where it's better understood and not really chopped up like this. If you guys have any questions or comments or would like another type of video explaining the oneness of God, comment down below or you can DM me on Instagram, private message me on Facebook. Pretty much reach out to Yappa238 anywhere and we'll definitely get to that video as quickly as 
we can, okay? Okay, you guys, usually what I say is, God bless you all, I love you, in Jesus' name, or something along those lines, but I do want to make sure um, like seriously, 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 comment and let me know if this video has helped you um, so that I can know kind of not only what content to put out, but also uh, what questions to answer in the next few videos. Okay, now I can say, Yappa fam, I love you guys. Be Yappasolic above all, above all, you be apostolic. And I'll catch you guys in the next video. God bless, in Jesus' name.